Yeah, what about... <laughs> okay, first of all, horrible, okay? It's a terrible thing to happen. Yeah, not right in any sense of anything, ever. Um, and do they need to shine a light on their their the the horrible activities of their own experiences? Probably yes, in order to try to recognize it and and, and make it better. Um, at the same time, what about all the men who were just shot? You know, it's it's horrible that a woman gets raped. It's horrible that a man gets shot. At least the woman who gets raped gets a chance to write a book about it. You know, the man who's shot is fucking dead, right? <laughs> you know, yeah? Hell of a lot more men get shot than women get raped, <laughs> right? Um, just that it's the amplification of the story. It's, it's, it's a tragedy and everybody should know about it. There's a, there's a famous story about, um, there was a famous black model, I can't remember which one it was, who escaped, famous black female model, who escaped from Africa and ended up being a supermodel, making a lot of money and living a relatively happy life. But, you know, her life was, she was slave traded and she was raped and, you know, she went through a bunch of absolutely horrible experiences. And um, um, it's important that people know about it. Um, and, uh, you know, it's a classic example. And then she wrote some books as well. And um, so it, we need to shine a light on it and and do something about it. Um, there's, you know, the, there's as there's so many bad things that happen around the world and so many good things as well. Um, on a on a on a daily basis, it's it's hard to take one thing and. I guess what I would say is that bad news sells. Tragedy sells. You know, if you live a happy life, there's no book in that. No, I'm not saying. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying we should ignore bad things. We shouldn't. We should recognize bad things and make them better. But um, um, if you are a strong culture and you live a happy life, or, or part of a strong culture and a strong family, and you live a happy life, there's no book in that. Yeah, so the media is forever amplifying the negative of things, and and so is literature because tragedy sells, war sells, conflict sells. There's no literature without conflict, because the the the, the you know the fundamental um, the fundamental core of drama is conflict, in one way or another, and. So all literature is going to have conflict at the core. Just like all films have conflict at the core. It's got to be something that people are fighting over. So it's always going to be negative. It's not, it's negative. It's always negative. All the time. Everywhere. In every situation. Because there's no media without conflict. Because the bigger, in, in essence, the bigger the conflict, the more tragic the conflict... The more, the bigger the conflict, the more tragic the conflict, the more it gets amplified. Okay, what was, what was, what were the biggest amplifications of the 20th century? World War One, World War Two, and perhaps most recently, can still amplify the Titanic sinking. The Titanic, mm -hmm. giant, giant tragedy, affecting thousands of people. Nothing really positive about it. 
you know, human society yeah. has a has a fascination with tragedy. Why do you think people are going why do you think people are going to visit the Titanic? They've got a fascination with tragedy. Fascination. But we, we you know, why are why are murder mysteries the most common things on television? Human beings have a fascination with tragedy. We're fascinated by it. Um, of course, not everybody, you know, there's differences between people, but in general, you know, why do people watch Britain's Got Talent or America's Got Talent or The X Factor? Why are these programs, why are these programs so popular? They're so popular because we want to see people fail. Not we want to see people win, we want to see people fail because more people fail than win. There's one winner, everyone else is a failure in general. You know, some people who come in second, third place actually make careers out of what they do because they've got good promotion and good skills and you know they they find a way to do that and that's great that's great but in essence human psyche amplifies the negative in all things so um uh so it's easy to find ex it's easy no, it's it's not that it's easy it's 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 common to find it within literature and within the cycles of literature um, now, the, the the topic of, say, black African women writers is a very difficult topic because the access to the resources and the materials for those things weren't necessary. They were also not important. You know, black African women wanted to raise families. They didn't want to write books because what the fuck is the point of writing a book? Live in the middle of fucking Africa. Don't give a shit about writing books. Give a shit about feeding my kids. Feeding my kids cleaning the house, being a good wife, or being a good partner, or depending upon what tribe or culture they, they live in, you know, conforming to the rules of that tribe and that culture. I didn't give a shit about writing a book. What the fuck is that for? <laughs> you know? It's just completely irrelevant to them. You know, it'd be like, why, why are you not an astronaut? Because, you know, what the fuck's the point? Right? <laughs> you know? Got enough problems here. Don't need to be up there. Right? You're not an astronaut. She's not a writer. Because this is not important, not important at all, completely irrelevant. Um, so, it's only in, I would say, religiously advanced cultures, because these are the most stable organizations, surprisingly, uh, of society, that these things actually begin to happen, where people begin to write books and people begin to read books. Um, now it was more male dominated in the past because because men had the money and the resources and the time to do that whilst women were doing more important activities there were more important things to do than write books like look after the home and educate the children and ensure the family was was, was secured and insured and cared for yeah that was far more important than writing a book and so uh you know, the literature itself has its own problem when we when we look back and um, and you know the the core of literature, the core of theatre, the core of drama, the core of film, um, as it is in the modern world, is all conflict. It's all conflict, and and in conflict, the people need to point the finger at other people. There's always a scapegoat somewhere, and my experience of life is that in every culture there are good and bad people without exception. 
In every religion there are good and bad people without exception. In every country there are good and bad people without exception. It's not the country. It's not the culture. It's not the religion. It's how we all are as human beings. And, you know, in tribes in Africa there are good and bad people without exception. And, you know, it's like, yes, but, you know, perhaps these people were cannibals. Yeah, well, perhaps we invented an atom bomb and dropped it and killed hundreds of thousands of people instantly. Does that make us any better than the cannibals? Not really. No. You know, it's, it's, it's still the destruction of other human beings, one way or another. Uh, both horrible. So, um, there's a greater question at the center of society, which is... Um, um, why do we amplify certain people in certain situations? And I would suggest that the answer to that is because there's some benefit to somebody. Um, and we are addicted to tragedy and have um, this, you know, this, 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 this deep human psyche which is dark. You know, the dark heart, if you want to look back in in literature, you know, everybody's heart, in my experience of life, everybody's heart's got a little dark part, you know, a part that perhaps wants people to do things that maybe they shouldn't do, you know, questions within our own mind. And so, uh, so I, w I think that every time a minority group is amplified, there's, there's a certain, uh, power to be gained from that. And often often minority groups are manipulated. By Often minority groups are manipulated by majority groups in order to get some kind of some kind of benefit. Let me give you another example. I'll give you another real example. When I was a teenager in my late teens, I protested against the government many times. I was part of marches and groups and demonstrations. But to be honest, I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just sort of following the crowd. It was only years later that I learned more about the nuances of how certain groups and certain political activities are organized. You know? Environmentalism is little more than communism under different colors. Don't get me wrong, it's good to save the environment. It's good to save the animals. It's nice to, you know, have a clean place to live and fresh water and all the good stuff. It's nice. But, you know, communism and, uh, communism and environmentalism are very similar. Similar. It's all about dictating how people should live. Um, and not that there aren't good ideas. There are some fantastic ideas. But the movements are political. And there's always some gain somewhere for somebody. Always. Always. You know, who's injecting the money into things? Where does it, you know, follow the money? Where does it come from? Who's paying for this? Who's paying for that? Who's paying for this group to protest? Who's paying for that group to protest? Who's paying for this literature to be produced? Um, I know for a fact that how a lot of literature is created in Great Britain is the government tells the publishing houses what subjects they want in the books. Then the publishing houses tell the writers what subjects they want in the books. And the writers have to write the books and weave the subjects into the books. And then the government sponsors the literature 
and the publishing houses pay the writers and everybody's happy because all the books have a similar theme or a similar topic woven through what is happening within it. Um, it's not, it, it is in no way done in a free sense where somebody has a great idea and decides to write a book about a topic and it becomes successful. Everything is planned, organized and orchestrated. I say everything 99% of the time. Yeah. Every book, every topic, every direction. It's all, it's all economics. It's economically calculated. Um, every now and then there's something different. There, there has to be because human beings are creative and we find ways to change things and develop things and sometimes break things. Um, but uh, um, the central core element of almost all literature is trauma of some kind. A traumatic... Find me a great book in history that's not that doesn't have trauma as as the main element. Find me a great book in history. There, there isn't one. There isn't a great book in history that doesn't have trauma at the center of it. Not one. You want to, the origin of it? The Bible. Totally traumatic. Poor dude helps everybody gets crucified. Frightening. Fucking frightening. Not only that, he dies and then comes back to life. <laughs> right? Tell me that isn't fucking traumatic. That's the most traumatic story ever in history. Scares the shit out of everybody still. Still. Today, 2,000 years later. Scares everybody shitless. Scared to talk about it. Because what if it's true? Oh my god. If it's true, then we have to rethink everything that we know. So trauma's at the center of everything. Not only are the characters traumatic, the writers themselves are traumatic. Hemingway. Tell me he wasn't traumatic. Right, because because you have to be to, to to have that emotional connection. You have to have the skills as a writer as well. You have to have good editors and good promoters and good publishers. But there's trauma. Harry Potter, it's traumatic. Poor kid is locked in a cupboard under the stairs. That's pretty fucking abusive. It's locked in a cupboard. They live in a fucking cupboard. It's child abuse. And yet we get all the kids to go and watch it in the cinema. You're watching a kid being child abused. Fantastic film. Love it, Harry Potter. Poor kid was abused. He was abused. Child abuse. Parents should be in prison. It's awful. It's, awful. it's god-awful. It's terrible. What a nightmare. It's there. It's plain right in the open. It's there. So, um, so there, there's always someone to blame because, you know, that creates drama. There's always trauma because that creates conflict. And um, the other the other subject you mentioned was shame, and um, shame is an interesting topic because the root of shame is that someone has decided not to conform to the rules of society. That is the root of shame. Because you shame a person when they don't follow the rules, they're shamed, they're ostracized. They're removed from all the privileges that come from following the rules. And so shame is about ostracism and not fitting in because you're different from everybody else, which is about transformation, which is just a simple element that change is hard. 
for anybody anywhere, change is hard. Always. You know, that's the the root of who I am. It's the root of who you are. It's the root of who any of you is. The, 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 the changes we want to make to make ourselves better are not easy. They're difficult. And in that is the personal conflict. And so, um, look, if... Um, how would you... How would... So there's a bit of a noise going on in the background there. Oh, it's gone. Stop now. Okay. So how would you... Um, you know, how would you promote the book if the central character wasn't raped? What would you talk about? They were not... Would you talk about the fact they were not raped? Well, no, you wouldn't because that would be normal, hopefully. Right? So, you know, it's those negative elements that are amplified. What about all the men that have been fucking raped in history? What about that? Have a lot of fucking men got raped? Where's all the literature about that? Go and find that. I bet you there isn't any because it doesn't sell. Because men are like, oh, I got fucked, whatever. Go to any prison, you know? Go to any male prison, ask a guy if he was fucked or not. Watch him turn red. Do you know one of the one of the main causes of men becoming gay is that they were raped by another man and they feel themselves dirty and they can't touch a woman after that? Where's all the literature about that? No, we'll have a lot of literature about the promotion of pride in gay culture. Look, I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just saying one of the roots of men turning gay is that they were raped by other men. Yeah, the seduction always comes before the rape. You know, it's 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 part of the process. Yeah, or the seduction is a polite word for grooming, I suppose. Yeah, you know, you you, you if it's positive, it's seduction. If it's negative, it's grooming. It's the same fucking thing, right? Just use a positive word or a negative word to describe it. Exactly. And seduced means groomed. Okay, <laughs> you know that's what it means, right? It means groomed. Yeah, seduced means raped. You know, they use the word seduced, but really you mean raped, okay? Yeah, it's not. It's bad if it's amongst girls, and it's bad if it's amongst boys. It's bad on both sides. There's nothing good about it. Yeah, and don't think that, don't think that girls don't abuse girls in the same way. They do. They just you just don't hear about it, right? Girls abuse girls in exactly the same way. Who do you think it? Who do you think it is that invites women into prostitution? It's not men. It's women. The men are maybe on top managing the situation, but they employ women to get women involved. It's the women who get women involved in prostitution a lot of the time. Not all the time, but a lot of the time. Yeah, it's just Ghislaine Maxwell, the most famous madame in modern history. Ghislaine Maxwell. Yeah, yeah. You know, women get women involved, right? Yeah. And... That's that's obviously wrong in my opinion. We don't want people to go down that road. We don't want people to have those kinds of problems. Um, we have to be very... That, that's why shame is important. Shame is important because these people should be shamed out of society. They should be shamed out of the culture. Because it, that, that kind of behavior should be unacceptable. Um, there's always going to be people looking for interesting ways of making money on on all kinds of sides of the table. Um, 
and uh, we have to be aware of that. It's my perspective that my personal perspective that you know women are women are not objects to be bought and sold they are souls to be cherished and loved and um, not only do men need to adopt that principle but women need to adopt that principle as well stop being so cheap don't sell yourself if you've got a chance don't sell yourself don't sell yourself short don't sell yourself cheap ever you know value yourself have pride in yourself and raise children and a culture that has the right kind of pride within society i think uh, pride is pride is overused in a dangerous word because you want people to be self-secure and confident within themselves really rather than proud because you know there's, there's a there's a there's a dark side to human pride that will take you to the wrong place very, very quickly for all the wrong reasons. Um, so, uh, so we we need to have core set of values, which for me is being a Christian. That that that's what gives me my core set of values, and I think that's a great place to start. And um, it's not the only place to start. There are many places to start, and you don't need to be a Christian to be a good person. For sure, for sure. But uh, that's what works for me. So, um, you know, those, those, the, the elements that are brought up in literature are always confrontational. And um, few things are promoted within themselves because they're good. I've lived long enough to realize that things are promoted because there's an advantage to somebody somewhere. You know, that's, that's what moves things. Um, whether it's an advantage of control or whether it's an advantage of you know financial or economic advantage or whether there's some position or something within society that has some kind of advantage everything is promoted for a very specific reason and and you know nothing that's financial is random right mm. you know it's 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 all highly efficiently organized and manipulated down to the down to the last detail down to the last graphic down to the last pixel uh, all elements are are highly organized but it's an absolutely fascinating topic to go into and um, literature and um, you know the um, perhaps the less highlighted elements of it the the nature that some people and cultures are scapegoated some people are um, shamed unrighteously and uh, um, there's always trauma at the core um, look, look into the history of Stephen King and how and why he started writing okay you know it's traumatic traumatic experiences um, that uh, that we want to we want to share with people because we want to share our story. We also want to move people as well. We want we want things to be emotional because that creates motion. It creates movement in society and culture. And uh, um, there are certain trends at the moment in time for certain things to be popular. That's not by accident. You know, all of the very very clearly, all of the trends following the Second World War have been planned and organized everywhere. It's uh, 
the nature of society and culture, and it's what the big organizations do. Um, culture creation. The British government has a department of culture creation. The aim of that is to create the culture. They've got, they've got a whole department of people working on that principle. Uh, the Tavistock Institute, the Frankfurt Institute. Um, there are lots of groups working on developing certain ideas, certain elements in society. Where did the drug culture come from? You know, they, it's, there's a lot of films and literature that promotes drugs, not by accident. You know, there's money to be made. There's money to be made in those in those areas and in those subcultures. Um, uh, sometimes we highlight good things. Sometimes we highlight dark things. Uh, it's for each person to explore and find out what they want. But you know, you've, you've picked a great topic. Yeah, I mean, look at look at sub sub elements of that. Look at the sexploitation, right? Now, this is not just men exploiting women, it's women exploiting themselves for their own benefit as well. Look at black sexploitation. In, um, it, it's more visible in, in films, but um, I'm sure it exists in literature as well, where women know that beauty sells, because everybody loves beautiful things. We all love beautiful things. It's, it's, you know, it, we're, we're all connected and attracted to beauty, because probably there's beauty within us all and um, we see you know the cathedrals are beautiful paintings are beautiful you know classical works of music can be beautiful um, clothing can be beautiful and smart women <laughs> yeah I'm just finishing my meeting but come in if you've got a question or something just give me one sec yeah okay well, what's up Did you win? <laughs> well, how much? Will has to pay you one thousand one hundred because he landed on your property. Oh my god! Oh my god! He's going to be broke. He must be crazy. Okay, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I appreciate it. Sorry about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Kids are, kids are playing Monopoly, so... Yeah. Okay, Okay. yeah, just to finish on the, the topic of sexploitation, yeah, where, you know, the, a lot of black women are very beautiful, right? And they, they know it. And they use it. Now, I would prefer them to use their brains than their beauty, but sometimes when they use their beauty, they're also using their brains at the same time because they know that that's what sells because we all like beautiful things so you know it, it's it's it, it, it's interesting to to look at that element of how not just not just society exploits people but people exploit themselves as well a lot of people who've had traumatic experience experiences write books about it now that writing that book might be great therapy for them but it's also a source of economics as well. Where would we be without our trauma? In a happy place somewhere? Maybe. Maybe not. But uh, fantastic topic. 
ਤਰੀਕੇ ਨਾਲ